Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, or be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. I know because it's definitely helped me too. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has three-minute SOS meditations for you. Need some help falling asleep? They can help you with wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has stuff that you could do with your kids too. And their approach to mindfulness can help you reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use Headspace as well. I used to use it back in the day, then I got off of it for a while to use another tool. But then, honestly, I came back to it, and it's even better. The voicing, the meditation, it definitely, even just with five minutes a day, it really changes everything for me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Incredible. So you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash SPI. That's headspace.com slash SPI for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash SPI today. This is a Smart Passive Income podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 30. Three, two, one. Happy New Year! Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, he likes classical music, hip-hop, and classical hip-hop, Pat Flynn. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to the 30th session of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. I'm Pat Flynn, and we made it to session 30, the big three Oh, and 30 is the new 20, right? So this podcast is still young and kicking, and we're definitely just getting started. So let's get right into today's content. If you're at all familiar with the Smart Passive Income blog, you'll know that each month I like to publish a really detailed report sharing the income that I've earned online, down to the penny and where it came from, along with some important lessons and the wins and losses from the previous month. Now, I have a pretty diversified income stream from products that I sell on greenexamacademy.com, my niche sites to iPhone apps. But for the last, oh, I'd say year or so, the affiliate marketing portion of my income has just gone through the roof, and most of it coming from the SPI blog itself. And the crazy thing is that it all happens without me having to become forceful or aggressive with my marketing. And a lot of it happens passively and, and almost naturally. So today I'm going to talk all about affiliate marketing quickly reintroduce what it is and why it's worth looking into, and then blast right into 30 different wide-ranging tips all about affiliate marketing based on my own experience. And hopefully, at least one or two of these tips will help you and your business in one way or another, at least get those gears turning in your head. So affiliate marketing, why is it such a beautiful thing? Well, affiliate marketing, for those of you who don't know, is selling another person's or another company's product and earning a commission or cut of the overall price, sort of like a reward for sending you know, a customer their way. And it differs from advertising because with advertising, you don't get a cut of any sales or leads or anything like that. You basically get paid for getting more eyes on another brand who is paying for that traffic, and that's it. For example, with Google AdSense, if you place Google AdSense ad on your site, 
it automatically generates ads from other companies on your site and you get paid every time someone clicks on one of those ads. Or if you're doing private advertising or banner advertisement on your site, which is sort of like renting space on your website to put you know, maybe a banner ad or a text link ad or something like that uh, up on your site and you get paid per number of impressions that ad makes or sometimes it's just a flat fee like 100 bucks per month to keep a banner ad on your sidebar, for example. And what happens to that traffic after they click on those ads doesn't affect how much money you make. With affiliate marketing, you get paid when people you send over become customers. And all you have to do is send people through a special link that keeps track of the sales that come from you, and then you get paid every time someone makes a purchase. You don't have to worry about creating the product or even dealing with the customer service afterwards. You just send them through a link, and you're all good to go. That's the beauty of affiliate marketing. It sounds easy, right? Well, it's not. I mean, anytime someone says all you have to do is this or all you have to do is that, always dig a little bit deeper because you're likely to find that it's not really as easy as they say. In affiliate marketing, it's not a push-button solution. And there's a certain, I don't know how do you say it, choreography that is required to make sure things happen the way they are supposed to or the way you want them to. Now, there are things that you can do to increase the number of people who click on those links and those who will actually end up buying that product that you're promoting as an affiliate. And that's what I'm going to be going over today. Today, again, here are my top 30 tips for affiliate marketing, primarily from your blog or from a niche type of website, not affiliate marketing where you buy keywords on Google AdWords or buy Facebook ads and send people through links that way. That's called PPC or pay-per-click advertising. That's not what I'm talking about here. This is blogging in niche sites. So let's get right to it. Number one, my number one tip for you is build trust first. My number one tip is to build trust first. And trust takes a while to build. So therefore, it's going to take some time. This is why I wanted to give you this tip first because I want you to expect things to take a while and focus on building your community and the trust within that community first. And seriously, the recommendations for products and the affiliate love you'll get from your community once that trust is earned comes almost naturally. And trust is earned through two things. One, giving, giving, and giving, and giving. And giving as much away as possible. Content, information, freebies, tons of high-value stuff, and, and just sometimes even your own time. And I, I really believe that online karma does exist. And the more you give away, the more you get back and return. And maybe that return isn't from the very same person you gave to, which is why part two of earning trust is recommendations from others. Get on other people's radars and have them do the marketing for you, not for the affiliate products that you're promoting, but for you or your brand, you. Trust is earned faster through the friends and relationships that people already have existing with each other, which is why I feel it's important to give everyone, no matter how big or small they may seem to your brand, because you never know, they might be, you know, they might actually know somebody who knows somebody who becomes your biggest client or a multi-product customer or maybe the window of opportunity that would have never happened otherwise. Uh, you know, really, it's important to give everyone the same amount of attention and really build relationships with as many people as possible, big or small. And relationships with other people and their relationships with their own group of people is extremely important to your success. And again, no selling or buying from products that you recommend will happen until that trust is earned. And that's the key word, earned. All right, number two. My number two tip for you is know the product. One of the biggest mistakes I see people make when attempting to sell a product as an affiliate 
is not really knowing much about that product, which is usually because uh, of the desire to push a product for the primary purpose of earning money from it, which in in my eyes is a no-no. Now, don't get me wrong. It's smart as a marketer to take into account what the commission rate will be and how much money you might earn per sale, but the commission shouldn't drive the decision to promote a product. It should be just one part of the entire decision to, to promote a product. The other parts we'll get into in a second, but again, point number two, know the product. Why? Because if you know the product, and I really mean like really know the product, if you can do that, it will shape how you promote it, what you say, how you just give off the aura of that product when you when you tell people about it or recommend it to people. So the question becomes, what's the best way to get to know a product? And the answer is to use it. Use the product. If you don't use it or you aren't extremely familiar with it, I wouldn't promote it. I'm not sure that's a rule most people follow, but it's one that I follow, and it's been working out really well, especially because it's related to number one, tip number one, which is building that trust factor with my audience. You know, on greenexamacademy.com, my number one product that I recommend as an affiliate is a product that I've used myself to pass the lead exam, which is a series of practice tests to pass that exam. I know all about that product, and I'm very comfortable with how it works and how it helps me when I promote it. And this goes along with the next tip, tip number three, which is ask yourself, can I trust the product to be good to my audience? Can I trust the product to be good to my audience? This is very important. It's the idea that you should be sharing or recommending something that will actually help your audience. Do you trust? Do you trust that after you send people through your affiliate link, that the sales page for that product, the product itself and the experience of using that product and the customer service for that product, if any, will be good to them. This is important because the dictionary definition of an affiliate is this, officially attach or connect to an organization. Now, let me say that again. The definition in the dictionary for affiliate is to officially attach or connect to an organization. So the moment you promote something as an an affiliate, that's the moment you and your brand or your business attach yourself to that company and that product. And if that product isn't going to be good for your audience, then it's going to reflect ultimately on you. If it's an awesome product that totally helps them out, then awesome. You're going to look that much better and be thanked, and it's a win-win-win for everybody. But if it's bad, it's a lose-lose-lose, and you're going to get the smelly end of the stick, if you know what I mean. So... There are a couple times where I've been offered to promote a product or two uh, for a really good amount of money, actually, to my audience at SPI, and I knew it would sell, and I knew it would make me a lot of money, but I did not agree with the way the upsell process was handled, meaning when people go to buy that product, they shower them with other upsells to make them spend more money. And it seemed very aggressive to me, and even ended up with a. Uh, it even ended up with an automatically opted in thirty day trial for something that just, for me, didn't feel right with my message. So I didn't promote it, and I think I may have lost some money up front because of that. But I think in the long run, I'll probably make more because I only promote things that I can trust to be good to my audience. And going back to number two, how do I know that? Because I've used it. And, uh, you know, that's how I know the product, which, again, goes ties into number one, which is building that trust. All right. So moving on to tip number four, show your own results. 
the number way that I've been able to really take my affiliate income to the next level is by showing people results of what has happened as a result of using those products. For example, with greenexamacademy.com, I showed my test scores from the practice exams that I promote and my passing test grade. On Smart Passive Income, I show how, this is just one example, how I use a tool called Market Samurai to locate profitable and untapped keywords for niche sites. I actually show people the results of what happened. You know, you may have heard of the niche site tool before. If you haven't, you can go to nichesitetool.com and check out how I built a niche site from scratch publicly on the blog using different tools and methods. And, you know, that has been very generous for my affiliate income. So by showing that I've actually used these products, it helps to build that trust and lessen the sort of feeling that people get when they say to themselves, you know, I don't know exactly what this product is about, so I'm not going to buy it. it. It solves that mentality because they get to see that it's actually making results for me. And you want to show them as much as possible, which leads up to the fifth tip, which is get your audience to know as much as possible about that product. Again, tip number five is to get your audience to know as much as possible about the product that you're promoting as an affiliate. Sounds obvious, right? But what do we do? We just throw up an affiliate link and expect the person to be comfortable with making a purchase. And they're not going to be comfortable unless they know a little bit about what that product is. And your job is to get them to know as much as possible. Yeah, the sales page they go to after they click through that link should reveal the exact same information. But if that information comes from you before they get to that sales page, again, you earn that trust with them. So you're more likely to make a commission off of a sale. So instead of just writing a paragraph or two explaining what the product does and what it can do for them, show them how it works, what it's like to sign up for the product, maybe some some tips to make the experience of using that product even better, answers to the most frequently asked questions about that product. Use video. Show them everything and don't leave anything out because the more you show, the more comfortable people are going to be with actually making that purchase. And this is why, again, I keep using this example for Market Samurai, but I did a webinar for Market Samurai, and it's one of the most watched videos on my website, even though it's not on YouTube. Mainly, you know, it's not on YouTube actually because uh, it's an hour and a half long, and I didn't have the ability to add videos onto YouTube that were more than 10 minutes at the time like I do now. But anyways, that video shows exactly what that product, Market Samurai, looks like, how it works, how to best use it, and all this good stuff which is why it's one of the top performing affiliate products I have on my monthly income reports, which ties into tip number six, which is become a source of information for that product. So instead of just being an affiliate, you're actually sort of a representative. You become a source of information for that product. So, you know, just say that. And if anyone has any questions about it before making a purchase, tell them to go through you or maybe someone on your staff, like a VA or something. Because if a person is on the fence, it may just take an answer to a simple question to get that person to click through your link and make a purchase. Plus, they'll feel more secure with their purchase, again, since they'll know that if they have any questions, they can come to you. And if they have questions before they make a purchase, that's a hot lead because you know that they're interested in the product because they took the time to ask you a question. So respond to them or have someone on your team respond to them so that they can go through your affiliate link and you can get paid. So moving on, tip number seven. We're going rapid fire here. Number seven, give people multiple opportunities to click on your affiliate links. 
This is a tip that I picked up from Chris Guthrie of MakeMoneyOnTheInternet.com. And it actually sounds like a pretty obvious tip, right? You know, just give people more than one opportunity in a blog post to click on a link. But sadly, not that many people are implementing this strategy, especially on niche sites uh, that I've seen lately. And I say sadly because a lot of people are missing out on a lot of potential income as a result of not giving people multiple opportunities uh, to click on your affiliate link. You're losing out on potential income that could just come with not too much extra work. Now, of course, there's a line that can be crossed. You can definitely go overboard with stuffing affiliate links into your post where it just becomes blatantly obvious what you're trying to do. Uh, but the best thing to do is just naturally place links where it seems like they work. You know, the first time you mention the product, somewhere in the middle of the post maybe, and then again at the end. As they say, you can catch the, quote, low-hanging fruit with that first link because a lot of people will click on that link just because it's there. It's the first link that they see in the post, and it's kind of highlighted in a different color than the rest of your text on the blog. But then you get the people who actually read your posts all the way through. And if that link is just at the beginning when they scrolled all the way down to the bottom of your post, that link is gone. So you're going to want to give them another opportunity to have them take action there at the end of the post, which is a great place for to you know to engage people because they've just spent time reading your post all the way through. So again, the end of the post is a perfect time to share links and resources uh, and, which can include affiliate links. So you, you want to make it as easy as possible for people you know, who visit your site to click through on your affiliate links. So related to that, number eight, link through your images. So this is another quick and easy tip. Have your images link through to your affiliate link, meaning anyone can click on an image of a product in that post that you're sharing on your blog or website or whatever, and be sent to that product page through your affiliate link. And if anyone makes a purchase, you get a commission. You might as well, right? I mean, usually those images link to just the image on a page by itself. But this way, you have another opportunity for people to click through and earn a commission. And when we had Chris Guthrie on the show before, he specifically mentioned that the affiliate links through his images were a rather large portion of his affiliate income. And if you remember, he did over a million dollars in sales for Amazon uh, just a couple of years ago, which is which is amazing, and, I, and I'm pretty sure he's still crushing it, although he's been getting into more uh, buying and selling websites too lately. So let's move on. Number nine, get in contact with the owner of that product. Get in contact with the owner of the product that you're selling as an affiliate. So imagine this. You're promoting some type of product, and you get the owner of that product to answer some questions that you have about it which you post in a blog post or you have them on a podcast episode or maybe a video interview with Skype or something. Or maybe you just have that person on as a guest and he or she offers some really high-value content with a small promo for the product at the end. This does a couple of things. One, it begins a relationship and trust that is required between your audience and the owner of the product before any purchases are made. And secondly, it shows your audience that you have already been in contact with the owner of the product, which means you're not messing around when it comes to this person. It's just, you know, it's not just another product that you're familiar with, but you know the owner behind it too, which will help your audience feel more comfortable with their purchase. And again, there's some trust factors involved there as well. I've done this a couple of times here on Smart Passive Income, and it's worked really well, actually. I, I've had Corbett Barr from thinktraffic.net on the show a couple of times. You may remember him from session number eight and number 23, where we just talked about building traffic and conversions uh, the whole time, which was, we, those were really great shows. And that has helped with sales 
for his affiliate marketing for beginners course. At the same time, I've done uh, you know the same thing with Chris Guthrie for his Amazon affiliate course after having him on as a guest on SPI session number 10. He, you know, he's a very genuine and sincere guy. He provided a lot of value on that podcast too. People got to hear his voice, you know, just like Corbett, which is why I'm still making sales for his Amazon affiliate course uh, today even, you know, from that one podcast session that I had with him, which was published over a year ago. I mean, talk about passive income, right? Next, we have number 10, tip number 10, which is to get a special deal from that owner just for your audience. So along with getting in contact with the owner of the product, if you can get a special deal from he or she just for you and for your audience, then that will give your audience an even better value and more of a reason to purchase from you. You know, you could try to work out a deal with the owner before you have him or her as a guest on your blog or podcast or video show or whatever. And really, what's the worst that can happen from asking? They'll say no, right? And that that's it. You know, I've I've done special SPI deals. Uh, on a few podcast episodes before here on SPI, and each time it has driven the affiliate sales through the roof. I mean, I just talked about the success with Chris Guthrie's Amazon affiliate course, and that's because he gave all SPI members a $20 off discount, which is actually lifetime. And you can actually check it out uh, right now at smartpassiveincome.com slash Amazon. That'll take you to the $20 discount for Chris Guthrie's Amazon course, which is still alive and kicking and, and doing really well. Other times you can do kind of a limited time deal, you know, for the next week or so you ha- you can get it, get it at the discount price. So there's c- sort of some scarcity factor or, you know, some urgency involved uh, with, with that promotion, which, which is another great strategy as well. So let's move on. We have tip number 11. We're now one third of the way through. We have a lot more tips to go through. Let's, let's keep going. Tip number 11 is create an epic post. An epic post. I've talked about epic content here uh, on the podcast before. When Corbett was on, we talked about writing epic content and, and how that's a great traffic generator. Now, one thing I like to do when promoting a product is to create an epic post about it. And again, epic means just you know, awesome, fantastic, noteworthy, shareable, amazing, different, you know, totally awesome information, high-value-packed stuff. Um, and I like to create epic posts when I promote different products sometimes. You know, it's not just a review post that's meant there, meant for people to click on a link and, and drive people to a sales page. You know, it's an epic post. And when you think about this epic post, think of it as the potential one-stop shop resource for this particular product. It's not just a review, like I said, but a full-fledged introduction, how-to, FAQ, best practices and tips, troubleshooting resource for anyone who purchases the product, so on and so forth. Just as much information as possible. And if you can show this much info to people before they make a purchase, again, they'll be more likely to actually make a purchase from you. And at the same time, it just becomes an extremely shareable article, one that has a potential to rank extremely high for the particular product keyword in Google. I mean, in in this epic post, I would go all out and create it using, which is my tip for number 12, multiple YouTube videos. That's number 12. Create multiple YouTube videos about this product. These videos should be embedded in the epic post. But another reason why this strategy works so well is because YouTube is the number two search engine in the world. And so you can actually get a lot of traffic coming in through your affiliate link through YouTube. And your YouTube videos themselves can rank in Google too. 
you just open up a lot more opportunity by shooting multiple videos about a particular product. And make sure to include your affiliate link in the video description. Ideally, it should be the first part of the description so that people don't have to click on that little show more or read more button in YouTube to see it. And again, tell people within those videos, especially the last one, if it's a series of videos, to actually go and click on that affiliate link. You know, Give them a call to action. So how can you make multiple videos about a certain product? Well, you could record yourself from start to finish with it and break it up into chunks. A lot of people do this. You know, people like to watch shorter videos. So if you break it up into chunks, it's just like reading chapters of a book. If a book was just one long chapter, you know, it's kind of just, you know, I would just, I would just go insane. You know, so you can break down your videos the same way. If it's a if it's a digital product, you could, for example, start at the moment of purchase and walk people through the entire thing, how to set it up, or, you know, it depends on the product, but, you know, I, I think you can, I think you get the idea. If you're doing a physical product, how about starting with, you know, an unboxing video? Those, those you know, where, where you're actually filming yourself, you know, opening up the box and, and taking it out of the package. You know, those seem to be fairly popular for some reason uh, nowadays. So number 13, going with the kind of video uh, motif here, uh, you know, hold a webinar. Make it a, an event. You know, hold a webinar. That's, that's tip number 13. If you listen to the last session of the SPA podcast, uh, that was session number 28 with Lewis House, you'll know exactly how powerful webinars can be in sending a message to your audience. You know, it's more personable, it's live, and you can treat it like an actual event, which is cool because it becomes an even bigger deal than just a regular old affiliate link that's dropped into a post, you know. And combine that with some of the other tips, like just sharing as much information about that product as possible, and even having the owner of that product on your webinar to give away high-value information and even answer people's questions directly on the live webinar. Dude, then you've got yourself a winner. Webinars are extremely powerful these days. And that goes along with number 14. Tip number 14 is publish a webinar replay. So when you do your webinar number 13, be sure to record your live webinar so that you can embed it on your website as a replay for those who didn't watch it live and those who did watch it live but want to get that information again. And to be honest, more people will probably watch it as a replay than live. And that's a good thing. You know, you just have to give them the opportunity to watch it. So if you're using GoToWebinar uh, with a PC, you do have the ability to record the webinar using their software. But PC or Mac, you know, as Lewis Howes recommended, he recommended using screen capture software like Camtasia or ScreenFlow just so you can have control over that recording. And uh, affiliate links, you know, for the show notes for all this stuff can be found at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 30. So just keep that in mind. If you need to come back or click on any affiliate links or anything like that, you can go to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 30. Now, I have a webinar replay that's been live for well over a year and a half now, and it's one that introduces people to keyword research and some of the tools that you can use. And it's been awesome for driving sales for this product. You can check it out at keywordresearchwebinar.com. And again, make sure that in the webinar and on the post where you embed the replay, you give people, again, multiple opportunities to click on your affiliate link and all the other tips I just mentioned too. All right, tip number 15, give away a bonus in addition to the product. Now, tip 15 is probably one of the more underutilized tips uh, that I have here for you today, but probably one of the most powerful too. So definitely 
pay attention here. So in addition to promoting the product as an affiliate, give away a bonus to all of those who purchase the product through your link as a thank you. Now, chances are you're not the only one promoting that product. So to get people to buy from you instead of the other guy, throw in a bonus that can come only with a purchase through your link. You know, you can just have your audience send you their receipt via email, and then you can reply with a bonus or, you know, maybe uh, give them information about the bonus, uh, whatever's good for you. So what could that bonus actually be? Well, maybe it's a special webinar that shows people how to use that product with a Q&A session at the end of it. I mean, imagine this, being able to purchase a product, get familiar with it, and then a couple days later, have access to a webinar that will show you exactly how to best use that product with an opportunity to ask questions about it too. How awesome is that? Now, you don't I don't think you would do this with every single product, but if it's a high-end product, that's a great bonus to have. Maybe the bonus is another product or a piece of software that you have uh, developed that complements that affiliate product. Maybe the bonus is the discount price that you work out with the owner of the product, and that's the incentive to purchase from you. Maybe the bonus is a coupon code or discount to another product that you own or have ties with. Maybe it's a PDF file that includes instructions and best practices for that product or access to a website with videos of the same thing, you know, sort of like a, a quick start guide. Again, you're just adding value to the purchase and doing what you can to help your audience feel more comfortable with their purchase and get those who are on the fence to get off the fence on your side. You know, they're, they're thinking, eh, I'm not sure if I want to go this way, but you want them to say, this is exactly what I needed and this is the information that helped me learn that. You want to give them that information. So think about what bonuses you can include with their purchase and make sure to deliver it. You know, you know don't just promise it, actually deliver it and follow through. All right, so tip number 16, and we're officially halfway through, uh, and we're coming up to the 30-minute mark, actually, which is pretty awesome. I love, I love when things work out like that uh, when you're not really sure if they're going to. But anyways, tip number 16. I call this the indirect social media push. Now, of course, it's hard to talk about anything related to websites today without talking about social media. You know, you got your Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, and all that good stuff, right? The thing about social media, at least in my experience and in the experience of several other people that I know, is that if you directly promote on social media platforms, if you directly promote affiliate products on social media platforms, you're not going to get that good of a response. You know, people on social media are there typically to be social, right? Not to be sold to. I hate being sold to on Twitter or on Facebook. But, you know, not is all lost in the affiliate marketing world when it comes to social media because you can do an indirect social media push, which is this. It means that instead of directly linking through to your affiliate links on Facebook or on Twitter or whatever platform you're on, Instead, link to something of value that includes those affiliate links, such as a video or your epic post on your blog or a link to sign up for a webinar, which includes information about that product. And then at the end of that webinar, it talks about a link to go through to give you commission for that particular product. You know, you're not linking directly through your affiliate link, but a resource that will engage people beforehand, earn that trust and show them what the product is about before clicking on your affiliate link. Now, I know, yes, this sort of breaks one of the cardinal rules of online marketing, which is you know the less gateways or the less clicks people have to go through before they make 
you know, their way to the buy now button, the better. But I think that's changing now. And I think it's it's more like, you know, the less information you give, the less likely you're to make a sale. Or the more trust you can earn beforehand, the more chances people are going to buy from you, regardless of gateways or clicks. Although, yeah, common sense, it just makes sense that if you have 100 clicks before they get to you know the beginning all the way to the sales page, they're just going to get tired uh, and, and you know you still want to make it easy for them. But I think that you shouldn't worry about taking away those important gateways like giving people information through something like a video or an epic post or a webinar or something like that. You know, Give them that information so they can digest it before making that decision to purchase from you. All right, number 17, keep track of your click-throughs. Keep track of your click-throughs. One thing you should always do with all of your affiliate links is keep track of them. Where are they located? And based on that, how many clicks are going through and what are your conversion rates? Very, 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 very important stuff. And yes, it does take time to set up up front, but you have to know what's happening to each of your links in order to understand what works and what doesn't. If you just have one affiliate link that you use in all your locations, you know, your videos, your podcast, your blog posts, etc., you know, at the top of the blog post, at the bottom of the sidebar in your webinar, whatever, how do you know where you're getting most of your sales from? How do you know what campaigns aren't working or what's working against you? You don't unless you track. So here are some resources for you. I mostly use a WordPress plugin called Pretty Link, which you can use to, it actually does a, a number of things. It shortens your affiliate links, which are usually really long and has a lot of characters at the end of it. It shortens those into nice-looking links. For example, my affiliate link for Bluehost, uh, which is the domain and hosting company that I recommend when starting a website, is simply smartpassiveincome.com slash Bluehost. That's one of them. I have several of them in different places, which you know denote where they're located, and you know I can keep track of the conversion rates and click-throughs for there. But you know the nice thing about Pretty Link is that it keeps track of the number of clicks for each link you set up, and you can set up multiple Pretty Links for the same affiliate link, so you know where those clicks are coming from. And again, the more te- uh, the more detailed and precise you can be, the better. Uh, another good resource, uh, one that I've heard of before that I ha- but I haven't used, is called Crazy Egg. Uh, you know, Glenn Alsop from ViperChill.com uses that, so I, I trust that that's a fairly good product. So that's another one to check out. Again, that's called Crazy Egg. Okay, tip number 18. This is the social proof giveaway strategy. Uh, This is a particular strategy that I share on one of my email newsletters, but I wanted to make sure to include it here because it's very relevant to this discussion. Now, social proof is something I dedicated an entire podcast session to in session number 27, and it's the idea that people individually will naturally gravitate toward what the masses are doing or what they're into. And the example I always give is when you're at the mall and you see a huge group of people, a huge crowd gathering around a store or just a huge crowd in a certain area, you can't help but want to know what's going on because everyone else is there for some reason and you want to know what that reason is. That That's offline social proof. Online, it translates to other ways showing how you know, masses of people are into things such as the number of subscribers to a blog, the number of comments, 
uh, you know, to people's actual comments and responses to questions and things like that. So anyways, I recommend you check out episode 27. Some say it's actually one of the best ones I've recorded so far, and I wouldn't disagree with them. I actually really enjoyed that episode because I, I love the idea of social proof. Uh, so anyways, this strategy, the social proof giveaway strategy, this is a strategy, uh, strategy that I learned from Mark Mason from masonworld.com because I saw him use it with some success. Uh, actually, really good success. So thank you, Mark, if you're listening to this podcast episode for this. And this is how it works. You plan to promote a product as an affiliate, and if possible, you try to work with the owner of that product to get a few copies to give away to your audience for free. And if you have any, even just even a little bit of an audience, more than likely they're going to allow you to do that, depending on what kind of product is it is, obviously. You know, if it's a $5 billion product, uh, they're not just going to give away $5 billion. Um I'm just exaggerating, but I think you know what I mean. Anyways, also, if possible, get a discounted price for a limited time only for your audience as well. Again, not always possible, but you can always ask and see what happens. So in a post, review this product. Maybe it's your epic post, or maybe you just mention it at the end of one of your regular posts and share that you have two or three copies of this product to give away for free. And in order to be entered to win one of these copies, your audience has to leave one comment about how they would use the product and why it would help them. Have them go through your affiliate link to see what the product is about, to maybe pick up something in the video, and then come back to your blog to leave their entry as a comment. So what happens here is that you get tons of people leaving comments because you know they want to win the, the, the free copies, but that becomes social proof for the greatness of that product. This is other people, not you, saying how good it is and why it would help. And as I always say, there's nothing more powerful than someone else's recommendation. In this case, it's not a recommendation for you. It's actually a recommendation for this particular product, which you just happen to be promoting as an affiliate. And what happens is that people will see how awesome the product is from other people's recommendations and they are more likely to buy the product as a result, especially if they left a comment sharing why they would use it and you know they don't win. Those are your hot leads that you can follow up with for that limited time deal or offer. You know, you could send them an email saying that or whatever. You know, there's a lot of things you can do here. I actually use this particular strategy with great success in promoting a product called Instant Article Factory, actually. This was this is about a year and a half ago. And it yielded about $3,000 in three days during the promotion. I had significantly less of a following at that point, too. So it doesn't take that much in order to make this happen, especially because, you know, it, it has that effect of, you know, people wanting something because there's something, uh, you know, there's a giveaway, but also the effect of social proof as well for those who are interested in the product and maybe for those who don't actually end up winning. So moving on, tip number 19. This is the indirect email list promotion. Now, of course, your email list is an integral part of your marketing campaign. You should know that if you have any experience with internet marketing. And if you don't have an email list, that's okay. You can always get started. But if you don't have one, you're totally missing out. Because just think, how many of you wake up and the first thing you do is check your email? I'm, I'm raising my hand right now. And I know I shouldn't be doing that, especially because I read the four-hour work week. Uh, but anyways, I still do that anyways. So, you know, every time you're at work and a new email comes in, you know, you just feel like you have to read it. 
Email is an extremely powerful tool for marketing, and that's why they say the money is in the list. For me, I like to indirectly promote through my email list, just like how I do with social media. You know, it's all about giving people as much high-value content as possible. I don't directly promote anything on my email list. And if there's any links in my emails, they all point back to my blog or video or something like that. So like in tip number 16, the indirect social media push, I'm pushing to my email list, but indirectly, and, and sometimes very indirectly through maybe three or four levels before they eventually get to an affiliate link. And that's fine. And, you know, I take great care of my email list and make sure not to be too aggressive with it. And if you're on my email list, you know that, I, that I'm not. And again, linking out to epic posts or videos or webinars and things like that, doing that instead of directly linking to affiliate links in your email list or, you know, through your broadcast and through your autoresponder, I think it's a much better way to promote if you have a community of people who you're trying to build some trust with. You, you, the last thing you want to do is upset somebody on your email list because you're being too pushy or too aggressive and have them unsubscribe. And tip number 20, this one is short and sweet, and it's similar to what we just talked about. This is indirect promotion on other people's sites. Again, indirect promotion on other people's sites. So this is indirect linking for affiliate products, just like I talked about with email or social media, but this time it's on other people's sites. So in interviews, guest posts, and things like that. And actually, you know, most of the time, if you link directly to an affiliate product through someone else's site, they're not going to allow it. And, and really, that's just bad etiquette. Uh, but you can, most of the time, again, it depends on who the blog owner is, but you can link to a severely epic post or a really awesome video that talks about something related to your guest post or related to your interview. Uh, and maybe that post or, or video or webinar or whatever has affiliate links. And, and usually that's okay. But if you directly link to an affiliate product through you know, a guest post, that, that's considered really a no-no. All right, tip number 21. Disclose that your links are actually affiliate links. Most of you know that I'm all about transparency and authenticity. And with affiliate links, it's no different. You know, I do my best to make sure I always reveal that the links are affiliate links. Now, why? Well, for one, at least in the U.S., there are certain regulations that make it so that if you're receiving any compensation for promoting any other product or company, then you have to disclose that to your audience. Now, there's a lot more to that, but the best thing you could do is just be honest and upfront with your links, and then you won't have to worry. Um, and I'll post some important links for those of us in the U.S. in the show notes on the blog about that. But anyways, beyond that, people appreciate honesty. And if you give enough information away and really help people out, you know, some, not all, but some will want to pay you back by going through your affiliate link. And if you disclose that it's an affiliate link, it, that's a great call to action right there for people to give back to you. And additionally, you should mention that you do get a commission, but at no extra cost to them. So if they're going to buy the product anyways, they might as well buy it from you and help you make some cash too, right? Now, number 22, this one's really quick, but it's very important, at least in my eyes. It's to thank people in advance for going through your affiliate link. You'll notice I do this on my income reports and a lot of other posts that I have affiliate links embedded in. When I disclose affiliate links on my blog or videos, I will sometimes thank people in advance for going through them. And this is just a small thing, and it, it probably doesn't make a drastic difference in sales, but it, it's something I do just because I think people appreciate it. But beyond that, we have tip number 23, 
which is thank people afterwards for going through your affiliate links. So if possible, if the tracking system from the company you're an affiliate with reveals the name and or email of those who purchased through your link, then definitely do what you can to follow up with those people and thank them. Maybe give them a surprise bonus if you want to. That would be awesome. I mean, something you didn't mention in the first place. Just surprise them. It's what I call surprise them marketing. Uh, just to, again, thank them. But also, this will give them good vibes after making a purchase, uh, which will you know keep them from, from doing a refund, and it'll potentially make them want to make a purchase through one of your links again in the future. All right, moving on, number 24. This is review and compare different products of the same type. So another strategy is to compare different products of the same type. Compare and contrast, and if you give them your recommendation, make sure, obviously, that that is your affiliate link. And the reason this works is because people like to shop around. So instead of letting people have to search for different options all over the web, have that happen on your site instead. Keep them all on your site by reviewing each of the different products in one spot. And if you have that trust built up and you do a great job of sharing why the one you're recommending is better than the others, you can really hit it out of the park. And that would potentially become an epic post as well. Maybe complete with videos and special deals just for your audience, right? You can definitely mix and match any of these strategies together for sure. And, and you know, reviewing and comparing different products of the same type is a great, great strategy. Okay, number 25, the home stretch. Focus on how it will help your audience, not the features, but the benefits. Focus on how it will help your audience. So when talking about the products to your audience, no matter what platform you're using or methods you choose to deliver your content, video, webinar, you know, blog post, podcast, whatever, Always focus more on the benefits for your audience. In other words, what's in it for them? That's a very important question you should always be asking yourself online. What's in it for them? In each section of your blog posts, in your videos, in your podcast episodes, whatever, don't forget to remind your audience exactly how the product will help them. And remember, it's about the benefits, not the features. Features are good, but benefits are what people want to hear. For example, sure, it's cool that this link building tool helps you get links from high page rank sites, but the benefit is that your site will have more authority and you'll rank higher in Google and get more traffic. Another example, sure, it's cool that this in-ear headphone comes with flat, tangle-free wires, but the benefit is so that you don't get frustrated trying to untangle the darn thing every time you take it out of your backpack. I know that's just a random example, but I have these headphones here sitting in front of me that have flat wires, which keep it from being tangled. And it's just it's just amazing because that's just one little thing I hated with my old headphones was just trying to untangle the thing when I took it out of my pocket or backpack. Um, if you're having trouble with the whole feature versus benefit thing, it's okay because a lot of people have that problem and get confused. But the simplest way to really understand what the benefits are is to think of a feature and then insert the words, so that. So we have this feature, so that, blah, 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 right? Works every time. So just try it out with something random you see right now. You know, flat wires so that you don't have to be frustrated detangling a whole mess of wires. Something like that. All right, so number 26, plain and simple, 
believe in your recommendation. Believe in your recommendation. If you really believe in the product, in your recommendation, then so will your audience. If you have motives other than really trying to help people out or give them something they need because of the commissions or you're doing it as a favor to a friend who owns that product or whatever, then you're not going to perform as well with your sales. Believe in it and your audience will believe in you. Again, trust. It's a major theme that we're hearing a lot today with affiliate marketing. So keep that in mind. All right, number 27. If it doesn't work out, try another offer. So let's say you have a product that you use and it's great. It will help your audience and you really believe in it. And you run your promotion or include links in your posts in multiple places, create an epic post with videos and the whole nine yards or meters if you're not in the US. If it doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. Try another offer. Sometimes you think your audience will respond one way, but they go completely the opposite way and surprise you. And sometimes that means your campaigns don't work for whatever reason or no one clicks on your links. Why? Figure it out. Evaluate the circumstances, figure out what happened, and try again knowing now what you know from what you just learned. You know, it's all a learning process, people, through taking action and trial and error. That's what it's all about. And the more things that don't work out, it's actually better because the more likely you are to eventually get to something that does work. All right, number 28. And uh, just as a side note, if you notice my voice is starting to change a little bit, it's because I was actually sick uh, just yesterday before recording this episode. And before recording this, I felt fine, but I guess my voice just isn't quite up to par yet. So if it Sounds like a different person is recording this. Uh, trust me, it's still Pat. Anyways, number 28, test, test, test. Test offers, yes, but more than that, test everything else. Test how you promote to see which way your audience responds best to. Test the placements of the links, the quantity of links within posts. Are they bolded links? The images, do those work better? Does having the owner come in on an interview help? Does Thursday convert better than Tuesday for webinars? Test everything you can possibly think of. And if you're really into this product and it seems like something you might be promoting for a long time or it might become one of the top products you're going to be promoting as, a, as an affiliate for your site, think about this. Try working with the owner of that product to make it better on their end too. Because the conversion rates on their end matter for you. And this is actually something I did with my site at greenexamacademy.com. Because the thing is, once people go through your link, they're no longer under your control. They're in the control of the owner. And his or her website or business has a great effect on how much money you make. So work with them. Try to make it as easy as possible for your audience to go from your affiliate link to the buy now button or through product delivery on the other end after they go through your affiliate link, even if this means working with the other owner uh, for different products. And, you know, they're going to want to increase conversions too, so they're likely to at least hear you out, especially if you have a good size audience to begin with. Again, test, test, test. And I guess that's 28.A or 28.1, which is try working with the other owner to make conversions better on their side too. All right, number 29 Make your own product instead. Make your own product instead. If all else fails, but you know there's a market out there for a particular product that's perfect for your audience and it doesn't exist, create it yourself. 
And yes, this isn't really affiliate marketing, and maybe it really shouldn't be on this list, but I think it should because affiliate marketing doesn't always work out. And when you create your own product, you waive the benefits of affiliate marketing, such as not having to create the product on your own, not having to deal with customer service and conversions and that sort of thing. But you get to keep people in your own brand when you sell them your own products. You keep all the profits, and maybe you can have an affiliate program people can sign up for to promote your product instead. So you become the leader in whatever it is that your product is about. And other people promote you and tell their audiences and followers to go to you instead of the other way around. So again, it's all about working hard now and reaping benefits later. It does take more time to create your own product, but it can be very profitable. I've done it myself at greenexamacademy.com. I'm in the middle of doing it on my own for smartpassiveincome.com right now. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a really amazing experience if affiliate marketing doesn't work out for you. That is a good option. And lastly, number 30, the final tip today, be patient. Be patient. No matter how fast people say you can make money online, realize now that it's going to take some time. Relatively speaking, yes, things can happen pretty fast. You know, we're not going to have to wait till we're 65. You know, you don't have to wait till you're 65 in order for things to, to happen. That's the beauty of online business. You can have a site up and running by today and start writing content and getting a message out there to the world. But in most cases, you're not going to make money overnight. You know, in 99.9999% of the cases, you're not going to make money in the first month even. But in order to make an impact and really make money online, you're going to need to get your message out there. Nurture it. Let it marinate and just build those relationships with people, your audience, and other people in your niche because that is what will drive traffic to your site, which may eventually lead to clicks and sales and products and affiliate commissions. Things take time, but hopefully with these tips and everything else you're reading or listening to or watching online, you're giving yourself the best chance to make things happen as fast as possible for you. So learn but take action and keep learning as you go. And that is honestly the best advice I can give you. So that's it. We got through 30 tips. My voice made it all the way through the end for session number 30. I hope that was helpful to you. And maybe you have pages full of notes. I don't know. But you can always come back to this recording and listen to it again in the future if you want to. And to finish up, uh, you know, not just finish up this episode, but the entire year of 2011 I just wanted to take this moment to thank you seriously from the bottom of my heart for your wonderful support for me, the SPI brand, and of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast, which is now really close to 1 million downloads since session number one went up, uh, which is just incredible. I mean, it's something I never would thought would happen, and especially in such a short period of time. Uh, and, and the honest reviews on iTunes, the emails and, and messages on Facebook and Twitter, I appreciate each and every one of them. Thank you so much, and I appreciate each and every one of you. 2011 was an awesome year, and I know 2012 will be even better. So until session 31, which will be in the new year, I wish you all a very safe, happy, and profitable new year. Really take a moment to think about what you want to accomplish next year and just do what you can to really make it happen. Make it happen, people. Take action because nothing is going to happen on its own. It's your drive, your passion, and your focus that will take you there. Cheers and Happy New Year.
Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today, I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point. So I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray. And in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.